Joining us now is Keith Curry, first vice president with the Canadian Federation of Agriculture, to give his reaction on the election result, another liberal minority government. Well, certainly going into the election, I don't think anybody should be surprised by the outcome. I think all the polls indicated we have, you know, uh, something very similar to what we had previous. And, of course, as the results came through, that, that proved to be true. So while there are a few uh, new, new elected MPs who we are hoping to sit down and meet with, uh, we're, we're dealing with a lot of the same uh, elected officials. So if nothing else, that should prove uh, or should serve to uh, give us a smooth uh, transition period into the next, uh, into the next government. Yeah, and I guess as you continue to work with the, uh, with the Liberal government, what will be your key priorities here moving forward? Well, certainly uh, we're going to continue to focus on some of the things we did prior to the election. Uh, certainly with 2023 bringing in a new uh, national policy framework, uh, we're going to continue to work with the government on the next one, whatever that's going to be called, and in particular the, the business risk management aspect uh, of the next policy framework. I think certainly the drought in Western Canada and Northern Ontario has shown that uh, a more responsive, reactive program is needed for disaster situations. And that'll be part of our conversations going forward and on how we can minimize the impact of, of unexpected and uncontrolled things like a, like a drought. And also we'll continue to work on, uh, certainly climate change was front and foremost for all the parties. Uh, certainly we want to continue to advocate for how agriculture can be the partner going forward uh, on mitigation and adaptation and how they can work with us. Uh, more closely, and we certainly want to to uh, make sure that we include our our opposition parties in that conversation as well, so that they too can advocate on on our behalf. And you know, labor continues to be a a longstanding chronic issue that we're dealing with, and we want to make sure that uh, governments are addressing the needs of agriculture, uh, not only on farm but through the value chain to address these uh, labor shortages. CFA hosted um, an Ag Leaders debate uh, earlier this month. Um, were you, I guess, satisfied with the focus that was that was put on agriculture during the election? Or? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, and generally speaking, uh, you know, we're always as farmers, we're always looking for uh, those sound bites during campaigns and those uh, uh, speeches that acknowledge agriculture. And, and certainly, I think all the parties had agriculture in the platform, which was great to see. Uh, we need to continue to make our elected officials understand that it's not just about the folks on the farm, but it's about the industry as a whole and how they can further advance it because it certainly is going to continue to be that economic driver, not only as we come out of the pandemic, but even going into the future. So making sure our trade deals are where they need to be, make sure the investment uh, opportunities for value added are there so we can continue to harness the economic uh, promise that our, our products provide, uh, not only here in Canada, but around the world. And, and, and as I mentioned, the world is focusing on climate change. And certainly when you look at agriculture, we are a huge part of the, the solution to reaching the targets that the government's looking to, to achieve. So let's start setting up that, those partnership uh, initiatives where we can uh, really dive in and, and we're looking for them to help us do more. And, and, and that will be our focus going forward. And uh, Keith, wanted to just get a bit of an update on the, on the Hay West initiative as well. Yeah, we're, uh, Hay is now moving, uh, both by rail car and by, by truck. Uh, we are still gathering lots of supply. We have a fair bit here, and we are still uh, gathering more supply and, and working on the distribution of it when it gets to its final destination. 
just for, for anyone who's listening, uh, certainly they can, uh, if you're a hay provider or you are looking to get hay, uh, we have a website up and running, uh, haywest2021.net, and uh, you can go on there for more details. Still looking for donations of hay and donations of money for to help out with the funding on the transportation, and, and but things are starting to move. And and we need to look at this uh, in the long term. It's not just about hay today for the folks, the livestock operations that need it, but they're also going to need this this feed throughout the, the winter months. So we're going to continue this initiative, and, and so the more feed that we can get to move, uh, the better it will be. That was Keith Curry, first vice president with the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. Continuing on today's Prairie Ag Wire, we're joined now by Brian Peria with Canfax to get a cattle market update. Prices, for the most part, feeder cattle and calves have been pretty darn strong. Um, you know, yearlings actually were strengthening up till a week or two ago, uh, getting into the fall run. Um, but uh, I think most of the yearlings have already traded, and, and, and maybe the markets, futures markets and that have actually been struggling a fair bit. They've come under some pressure last a uh, couple weeks for sure, and, and maybe seeing a slight pullback on feeders, uh, but just a you know a couple cents. Still seeing some nine weight steers into the one nineties, so so pretty good strength there. Calves uh, fairly flat. Uh, maybe also some market pressure coming. I think as we head into the fall run, uh, some of the nearby barley costs have kind of crept higher until you know there's a lot of corn to come up, but um, that's probably not going to start flowing for another month. And in the short term, barley prices have us uh, creeping back up here this week again and maybe putting a little bit of pressure on the calf market as well. Last week, uh, we saw a fire at the uh, JBS plant in, in Nebraska. Any impact, I guess, on the markets from that? Or? Oh, luckily, very minimal. Uh, you know, that was a bit of a scare, obviously. The, the, we've had a few hiccups in the system. But, yeah, part of the rendering plant that burnt, and literally they only lost one day of cattle processing. So all, all that said is... Uh, uh, you know, that was a uh, luckily a very minor uh, hiccup in, in production down in the United States. The feed situation heading into winter, um, how's that looking? Yeah, you know, I guess luckily, you know, across all of the prairies here, we've caught some rains, uh, you know, grass greened up. It took some of the pressure off uh, marketing for sure. You know, we were seeing quite a pickup in cow marketing, especially in Manitoba in August. Uh, but that's really slowed off big time. So, you know, I think guys got ahead of it a bit and culled pretty hard early. And with this rain and grass growing, uh, that certainly helped. And, um, you know, I think a lot of guys have been salvaging crops, uh, some green feed, some slew hay, some different things in order to, uh, you know, hopefully keep the cows uh, through the winter. Um, you know, prices are still extremely high. Grain's expensive. Hay's expensive. But uh, for just plain beef cows uh guys have found that and some straw and uh, and different ways to, to keep the herd as you say probably still a bit higher culling and you know some guys are selling heifers we're seeing maybe more heifers or we are seeing more heifers come to town uh as well just uh, to try and keep the you know feed around for the cow herd anything else here brian or? you know the fed cattle markets uh you know seasonally unseasonally kind of increased through august and into september so fat prices into the mid 150s uh which is, uh, you know, not too bad for this time of year as well, which uh, is supportive to the marketplace. That was Brian Peria, Manager Senior Analyst with Canfax, with a cattle market update. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to farmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. 
The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.